My name is Aaron Maza. This is The Witching Hour. Hey everyone, it's Aaron, and this is the first episode of the podcast. And what I hope to accomplish here is I just want to give you a little bit of background of where I'm from. What I've gone through and just share some of my experiences I've had walking this path and being in this community. I also hope to share with you guys where I'm at now with my path and hopefully inspire some to start walking the path, encourage others if they're already on the path, and be able to edify myself in the process. This podcast has been a dream for myself for a very long time, but I just felt like I really didn't have the opportunity to pursue it. And I'm just hoping to be able to put it to good use and to help the community. I was born to a religious when it's convenient family in southern Oklahoma. Growing up, I always knew there was just something different about me, not just in terms of what my sexual orientation was going to be, but in an energetic and spiritual sense as well. I was always drawn to like folkloric tales of where I lived, and I had a keen interest in like the pantheons that my ancestors worked with, which were mainly Greco-Roman and other pantheons of the Mediterranean. And I was just drawn to occult ideas in general. The mythologies and folklore are always where I felt more at home to me than the patriarchal religion that was and still is so prominent across the landscape. I always felt like a square peg trying to go into a round hole. I grew up during the satanic panic of the late 90s and of the early 80s, and I had the evils of witchcraft and fortune-telling pounded into me. I was raised to fear the gifts that I felt like were growing. I was taught to fear the differences that I noticed in myself and in a select few. I grew up, like most LGBTQ folks in my generation and previous generations, I was brought up to hate an aspect of my life that made me quite well me. I was taught that old song and dance that being gay was evil and I'd go to hell and needed to get married and have kids and blah, 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 and that it was a choice. Until one night, I was driving down I-40 in eastern Oklahoma and decided I was going to be happy with myself or I was not going to live at all. In that moment... I made a choice. I chose to live authentically, and I was either going to choose to live for myself and live for my own path, or I was going to die. The next few months or to a year or so, I learned what it was to be unashamedly myself. And let's just be honest, we're never ever really done learning how to be ourselves. I'll just save the rest of the story for inquiring minds. It's had its ups and downs and side to sides like most lives have. But the reason I went through the long story that I went through is you can't understand someone's path until you see the path that was laid behind them. You can't understand magic. You can't understand witchcraft, in my opinion, until you know the history of the practitioner. What I didn't realize at this time when I was going through this transitional period in my life that this act of embracing myself, every part of me, the light and the dark, was my first step on the path of the craft. I was beginning to see my spiritual point of view change as well. 
I started seeing that the world wasn't as confining as I had been taught. I started looking for a path that taught me to look inside of myself. And one day, I picked up a copy of Scott Cunningham's Wicca for the Solitary Practitioner. And I felt such a strong connection with the words that he was saying. And then later I found out that he was LGBTQ as well. And so that just sort of strengthened the bond. I wanted a path that would also teach me personal responsibility. And I also wanted a path that taught me to love myself as well. This journey has taken me from one coast to the other and even to the back rooms of Haitian Botanicas in New Orleans. It has also taken me to many spots around my home city, which is the city of St. Louis. And also, it has allowed me to craft my own definition of what it is to be a witch and to practice witchcraft. I see witchcraft as a path of beautiful paradoxes. It's a path of liberation and also a path of personal responsibility. One of the many beautiful things about witchcraft is there is no incorrect way to be a witch. If your practice is meaningful to you and makes you a better person and changes the world around you, then it is valid. To me, the most important aspect of someone's craft is how is it making them better and how is it making your community better. A personal, meaningful practice is just as valid and powerful as practicing an established tradition like Gardnerian or Fairy or any of the numerous other traditions out there. In the end, it's all about what is it making you as a person and what is it making your community into. As we journey through this path of witchcraft, we will discover, hopefully, what magic looks like across many different cultures and traditions. And we'll find out that all people who practice magic don't refer to themselves as witches and sorcerers. One other thing I hope to accomplish is to open up your mind. And like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I hope it inspires you and I hope it helps your tradition grow. If you're listening to this and you enjoyed it, thank you. And if you're listening to this and you didn't enjoy it, well, we're all entitled to our opinion. If you have any questions... Feel free to reach out to me on social media. It's Aaron Maza on Facebook or at Aaron Maza underscore 84 on Instagram. Drop me a line and let's talk. Thanks for joining me today and I hope everyone stays blessed.